You're listening to Social Science Fiction, a podcast that blends political science and nerd culture, examining the politics of science fiction and fantasy. Hey there, and welcome to a brief but hopefully still enjoyable episode of Social Science Fiction. Due to the stress of the holidays and my desire to have at least a little leisure time, I'm keeping this brief, but I didn't want to leave you guys with nothing this week, so I thought I would talk just a little bit more briefly about my ongoing thoughts about the cyberpunk video game and the now-growing controversy surrounding it. So I guess... First, I'll just say I'm still playing the game, getting a little bit more into it, but I still feel like I've barely scratched the surface here. And I'll just say I'm still loving it. I'm still having a great time with it. The story is still great. Characters are still great. Graphics are still passable for me. I will say I am encountering more of those bugs that people have been complaining about. Nothing game-breaking for me, nothing that is completely ruining my experience, but I have encountered a couple of annoying things, and I am starting to see what people are talking about. Now again, for me, this isn't a big deal. I know some people are really bothered by stuff like that. It takes them out of the game, it ruins the flow of the experience. So I'll just say I am encountering that stuff now. It does seem that I've just been really lucky so far, and I think I am still pretty lucky with this stuff. It seems like I'm still not getting it as bad as some people, but I am seeing enough of this stuff now that I'm seeing, yeah, that these bugs are definitely in there. But I am still loving the game, and I've been a fan of CD Projekt Red for a long time. I loved The Witcher 3. I'm a fan of good old games, their website, storefront, competitor of Valve's Steam platform. I like what they do with that. So being a fan of them for a long time and having had such high hopes for the game, I really am disappointed to see things going this way. And it seems like there's a lot of different criticisms directed towards CDPR at the moment. And as I've started reading up on this stuff a little more, it seems like some of this stuff is very fair. In some cases, CDPR really screwed up screwed up badly and screwed up in ways that make them look really hypocritical and is really, I think, going to tarnish the image they've tried to cultivate of themselves as the video game company that's not like the other heartless big corporation video game companies. And of course, the irony that it's a game about big heartless corporations that kind of broke that image for CDPR. But a lot of this stuff is valid. CDPR really screwed up. But I gotta say, at least some of this stuff, I I think, is a little bit unfair. And so I guess I'll just start with, it it seems like the criticism of CDPR falls into a couple categories. There's the stuff that falls under, we're mad at CDPR because they released a buggy, broken, seemingly unfinished game. Then there's the criticism that CDPR was dishonest and misleading about how they presented the game and its production in the lead up to its release. And finally, there's the criticism about how the company treated its employees during the production of the game. And so taking these things one by one, there's people going after CDPR for the jankiness and general brokenness of the game. And as far as this goes, I I guess I'm just thinking, totally fair to criticize the game, discuss this stuff in reviews of the game, knock points off its score. Let's certainly be honest about the quality of the game and point out and criticize its flaws. And CDPR made the game, they get the criticism for that. I I guess I'm just a little frustrated in that it seems like the game is being held to a 
possibly higher standard than other similar games are. And I guess I'm, I'm just watching this. And again, I have to recognize I have my own personal biases here. Like I said, I'm a big fan of CDPR. I'm personally liking the game myself. But having acknowledged those biases, it's hard for me to listen to a lot of the criticism of the bugginess of the game and not be a little frustrated when I think about, for example, how people talk about the average Bethesda game when it releases. I'm thinking Skyrim and Fallout 4. You know, Bethesda has this long history of releasing games that are buggy as hell and glitchy and incredibly awkward with a lot of weird stuff, weird facial animations, weird physics leading to weird bugs and glitches. These are all over Skyrim and Fallout 4, and they've led to a lot of memeable moments where we've laughed about the weirdness in some of these games. But the thing is, people never seem to really go after Bethesda for these issues. Skyrim still won all kinds of Game of the Year awards. It got the highest scores on all the video game review websites. People loved it. It's gotten a million remasters and re-releases. People love it. And I guess I'm just thinking from my perspective, from what I've seen so far, Cyberpunk isn't any buggier than that. The kind of stuff I've experienced and the kind of stuff I'm seeing and hearing from other people, it's the same kind of stuff. And it's the kind of bugs that just kind of are inevitable in a game on this kind of scale. When you create an open world like Skyrim or Cyberpunk, yeah, there's going to be weird physics glitches and AI goofs where characters don't move right or behave properly. Now, again, that doesn't mean we shouldn't acknowledge these things and doesn't mean developers shouldn't try to do better and shouldn't try to catch these things and fix them before they release the game. But I've been frustrated in that... It seems like these things are being treated like unforgivable sins on the part of CDPR when other developers seem to get a pass on them. So that's just my take there. The criticism is fair. I just wish people would cut Cyberpunk the same kind of slack they cut Skyrim and Fallout and the Grand Theft Auto games, you know, other games that will have similar glitches from time to time. Although, I will acknowledge, I think part of the frustration people have for the bugs and glitches and their unwillingness to cut the game any kind of slack is a result of the second batch of criticisms being lodged at CDPR, which is that the company was just dishonest in how they presented the game and talked about the game in previews. And we're hearing more and more about how the developers were seemingly just outright lying about the state the game was in in the lead up to the release, saying the game was pretty much playable and almost ready to ship when the game was nowhere near that point. And I imagine that was very frustrating for a lot of employees who were working their asses off and knew the game wasn't ready yet and heard management and marketing people telling these lies. So there was a lot of lying about the state of the game in the lead up to its release. There was a lot of misinformation and misleading presentations regarding what the game was going to look like, what it was going to play like. All the footage we got was footage on high-end PCs, and we really didn't see anything of how the game was going to look on the current generation consoles. And I guess some of this you just have to chalk up to marketing. We kind of expect companies are going to try to hype up their games, make everything sound better than it is. But some of this really is just outright dishonest, and clearly is not just 
marketing gimmicks, but clearly was attempts by CDPR to mislead the public about what the game was like, what it was going to be like, what it was going to play like. And just this really is frustrating because this really is not as easily forgivable. And I guess I find it particularly frustrating because for me, as I'm playing the game, the bugs and glitches are not bugging me. The graphics are more than good enough for me, for what I enjoy. So I'm looking at this and saying, you know, if you guys were honest with me, it wouldn't have affected me at all. I still would have been psyched for the game. I still would have been looking forward to it. I still would have bought it and I still would have enjoyed it. And I think a lot of other people would have felt the same way. So why be so dishonest about the state of the game. So criticism for that, I think, is absolutely fair. That frustration is absolutely justified, and I think it does speak to why people are perhaps being harsher towards cyberpunk than towards Bethesda games. I don't think cyberpunk is any worse, but I think a lot of people were expecting so much more. And finally, the last batch of criticism towards the company lately seems to be related to their treatment of employees and specifically related to the concept of crunch time. And if you're into video games and you're into this culture and you follow news on this stuff, you're probably familiar with this. But if you're not, the idea is crunch is a term that describes the practice of video game developers basically forcing their employees to work overtime. So crunch is when you tell employees, look, to be able to ship this game, we're going to need you guys to work extra hours. We're going to need you to come in on Saturdays, stuff like that. And over the past couple years, this has become a real hot button topic in video game circles. It's kind of the big social and political issue. There's been a lot of backlash against companies that engage in this. And CDPR in the past sort of built up its image as the good company in part by saying, we don't do that. We're not going to crunch. We don't do that. We never will. We trade our employees right. And now it's come out that in, I think, the last couple months leading up to the final release of the game, they did institute crunch time. They did have their employees working longer hours, mandatory overtime, coming in on Saturdays. And so they did what they said they weren't going to do. And people are taking shots at them for that. Now, I guess I'll just say, as someone who doesn't work in video games and doesn't work in programming, I'm not a developer or anything, I can't really speak to this too much. But I will say, from my layman's perspective, I get the sense that the issue of crunch may be overblown to some degree. I'll just point people to the writing of Seamus Young, a writer, blogger who I've mentioned before. I'm a big fan of his stuff. And he is a programmer and has worked as a programmer for companies before, before he became a full-time blogger. And he's written about crunch a little bit. And his take has been that there are two kinds of crunch. There is permacrunch, companies that just engage in this practice 365 days a year, just all year round, employees are expected to be working overtime, come in on weekends and stuff. And then there's last minute, get the game out the door crunch. And his take is permacrunch is bad. It's bad because it's mean to do to your employees and also counterproductive. If you ask creative people to work 80 hours a week all year round, they're going to burn out and you're not going to get good quality work anymore. But his other argument is that last minute crunch, you know, in the weeks or months leading up to a game, it's not necessarily bad and oftentimes sort of necessary. If you have a set deadline, you know you have to ship the game at a certain date, you've already told the marketing people, yes, advertise that the game is coming out at this date, you know you have to get the game out ahead of Christmas for the holiday sales, and so on, and the game isn't quite done yet, and you can never really be certain if a game is going to be completely done because there are so many things that can come up in video game development, unexpected issues, challenges, then, you know, you're going to need to put in that extra push at the end. And his take is that that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's sort of a 
inevitable when you're programming something as big and complex as a video game. And so I guess my take is it sounds like CDPR was more engaged in the latter. It seems like they don't do this permacrunch bullshit. It sounds like they're not just burning out their employees, making them work these horrible long hours all year round. It sounds like it really did only come into play at the end when they'd already pushed the release date back several times already and they really had to get the game out the door. They finally said, okay, just for the home stretch, we need everybody to be working longer hours just so we can get this out the door and finally be done. So I guess here, the crunch time from what I'm reading is more like that and that really doesn't bother me. And I think at least some of the criticism there just comes from the fact that crunch has become this dirty word in video game culture. And so anytime you hear it, people immediately assume it's more like the permacrunch stuff. So I think that's part of it. But I will say, I think at least part of the criticism is also the fact that, once again, CDPR was just dishonest about it. And again, it seems like they shot themselves in the foot. I don't think the kind of crunch they engaged in at the end was particularly horrible, from what I hear. But again, I remain open to be proven wrong. If somebody has heard something different, I'd love to hear it. But even if it was the more benign, less exploitative form of crunch and was just last minute let's get this done crunch the fact is cdpr was saying up until that point we won't do this we're better than that we're the company that doesn't do these kinds of things and so that's the problem it's not just that they did it it's that they did it when they said they never would and again just like with the graphics and the bugs and so on it doesn't seem to me that it's so much the fact that it is but the fact that they were dishonest about it so that seems to be the issue with cdpr in general right now it seems like their big mistake is just a lack of honesty it seems like they're making decent games. Again, opinions vary about Cyberpunk, but their record so far has been they make good games. They seem to be doing a good job with this stuff. They seem to be a pretty good place to work for. Although again, I wait to hear more details about this stuff. But the issue is that they're just being plain dishonest. They say the game is going to be flawless and look beautiful and no problems and we're on track and it's great. And then we get kind of a buggy mess. We're never going to institute crunch. We don't do that. We're one of the good guys. And nope, now we're going to institute crunch. If they had just said from the beginning, look, the game's got some issues. We're going to try to patch it as we go. And yeah, we try not to do crunch. We're definitely not going to ask people to do it all the time. But we may be forced to do a little bit of this at the end of the development cycle, I think people would have cut them a lot more slack. And so I guess this is the real tragedy of this whole news cycle for CDPR. It seems like they've kind of lost, maybe permanently, their image as the good guys in video game development. I think up until now, people were looking at them as the contrast to Electronic Arts and Ubisoft and Activision, you know, these big behemoth developers and publishers that are known for really disgusting marketing practices and poor treatment towards employees and known for just cranking out broken generic games. And people were looking at CDPR and saying, no, these are the good guys. They made The Witcher 3 without crunch time and they gave us free downloadable content. They're the good guys. And now they've just lost that image. Now they're just another company whose marketing you can't believe and who are suspect when it comes to their workplace practices. And it's really kind of tragic because I also thought they were one of the good guys. And I'll just add, there's been one more development that I think has been flying under the radar this past week because 
because of all the cyberpunk stuff. But I just learned that it was reported last week that GOG CDPR's storefront pulled a small horror game called Devotion, seemingly under pressure from Chinese political interests. And the very brief background here is a small budget horror game being produced by a team in Taiwan called Devotion was recently released and the game has been having problems getting sold anywhere. And the issue stems from a minor Easter egg in the game. I guess if you're playing the game, if you thoroughly explore and look closely, you can at one point in the game find in a room a poster referring to Xi Jinping, the president of China, as Winnie the Pooh. And this doesn't make any sense at all if you're not familiar with Chinese politics, but it becomes sort of a means of taking a shot at President Xi in China. His critics compare him to Winnie the Pooh because they think he looks like him. Actually, if you're not familiar, look up a picture of Xi Jinping. I kind of see it. I think it makes sense. But anyway, it's come out that apparently President Xi really hates this. It really bothers him. And the Chinese government tries to censor any images of Winnie the Pooh or any internet post that puts Xi Jinping and Winnie the Pooh together. The Disney movie Christopher Robin, I think, was banned in China just because just Winnie the Pooh is going to be in it. And so this Taiwanese game has a President Xi, Winnie the Pooh, he's a moron, Easter egg in the game, which makes sense. It's a Taiwanese developer. There's animosity between Taiwan and China. The Taiwanese government officially claims to be the rightful government of China. So not surprising that a Taiwanese developer might take a shot at President Xi. But at any rate, once this Easter egg came out, you saw a lot of backlash against the game. My suspicion is that a lot of Chinese nationalists, a lot of Chinese people who are very loyal to the regime, and probably a lot of people who are being supported and encouraged by the Chinese government, started review bombing the game, started writing angry letters to Steam and GOG, to all the online distributors of video games, and I guess Steam pulled it, and the story is last week GOG pulled it as well. And I'll just say, again, I think the story is going to fly under the radar, people aren't going to notice because people are more interested in the CDPR cyberpunk stuff, but the fact that CDPR pulled this game from GOG is sort of another sign that the company is becoming just another one of these big developers that's more concerned with the bottom line and financial interests than its principles. GOG was supposed to be the more free, open platform for video game distribution. They were the ones that didn't have DRM. They were the ones that were going to let people release their games. And now here they are pulling a game, not because it's a bad game or it's broken, but because it took a shot at a politician and offended supporters of that politician. And I think it's pretty clear that the thinking on CDPR's part is we don't want to piss off the Chinese market. There's a lot of money to be made in that market. And this is nothing new, by the way. I think it was last summer that we had a brief uproar in the NBA with coaches and players kind of being silenced by the NBA when they spoke out about Chinese abuses towards Uyghurs or other abuses by the Chinese government and people that weren't already familiar with it learned the NBA does a lot of business in China. They make a lot of money off of the Chinese market. And so the NBA kind of sold out to China, kind of told its employees, just keep your mouth shut. Don't criticize China. Don't make any political statements about the Chinese government or what the Chinese government does. And this, by 
by the way, I think is a story that should be getting more attention and maybe will be in the coming years. The influence that the Chinese government wields through its control of this huge market. You'll hear from time to time stories about what movie studios and video game developers are doing and how they're censoring themselves to make sure that their game, their movie will be distributed in China and how the Chinese government is kind of using this to kind of make sure that you don't see a lot of overt criticism of the Chinese regime in popular media. So this is a big story worth talking about in more detail. I just bring it up now for the purposes of saying we've seen over the past few years a lot of these big companies, you know, the big heartless corporations who you don't expect a lot from in terms of morals or principles kind of sell out to make a buck off the Chinese market. And here, CDPR through GOG kind of doing the same thing is just another disappointment, just another sign that CDPR is becoming just another one of those big corporations that's interested in its bottom line and not about living by any higher principles. And I guess that's business, that's the free market. I suppose I can't expect any more from CDPR. They're most likely going to do what they think is going to make them money. I'll just say two final things. One is, it's still really disappointing because I know I, and I think a lot of us, really did think and hope that CDPR was different. And second, I think it's a mistake on their part. Again, I don't think you can expect these big companies to do anything other than what's going to benefit them financially. But I think CDPR has been making some very short-sighted decisions because I think the big money maker for them long term, I think what was going to get people coming back to them and buying their games in the long term was the goodwill they were building up with their fan base. There were a lot of people like me that were just big fans of the company and liked what the company represented. And I think they're blowing that. And I don't know how they're going to get it back in the short term. I think they may have traded real long-term success for some short-term gains. And it is really disappointing. But having said all that, I still really friggin' love the game. I still think Cyberpunk is a lot of fun. I'm gonna go play it more right now. It has been really great, really solid. I'm sure I'm going to talk about it more in the coming weeks or months. I just wish the developer could do a better job to help me defend the game to others. Because right now, it's really hard to be the guy saying Cyberpunk is great, because I think so many people just want to hate on CDPR right now, and it's really hard to blame them. But if you can get past all of that and you haven't played the game yet, I still recommend it. I still think it's worth playing. I still think it's a lot of fun. But I think that's it for this week. Uh, sorry for a short episode, but I'm going to go enjoy the holiday season and play some video games. Happy holidays to those of you celebrating one. See you all next week.